authenticity, being who you truly are, and being a business owner, what does it really mean? And also, like, is it a block? Is it really that we don't want to show our true selves? How to truly be yourself and authentic while also being human and kind, right? Is what today's episode is about. I keep hearing the word being thrown out there. Authenticity, be real, be you. It's so easy. And having my own journey into this, today I wanted to take you inside of the mind of Celeste the Stylist. These are my unfiltered episodes. These are audio only episodes where I really let you come like inside of my, you know, myself, my business, my life, truly like behind the curtain where we share the real in-depth things that have helped me go to the next level so that you can start discovering and really asking yourself the questions to what is next and what's truly authentic about you. So with the world with the word authenticity being thrown around everywhere in the air. If you're new here, I love going on Google. <laughs> Google's our BFF I've been here. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to look up um, the word authenticity. Like what does authenticity like really even mean? So according to the Oxford Dictionary, um, authenticity is a noun and it's the quality of being authentic, Um, genuine, originality. Let's see what other definitions that we see on here. Um, on the Cambridge Dictionary, it says the quality of being real or true. So that's what it says. It's a whole bunch of different articles. You can research this on Google, on YouTube, or a trusted professional. And what does authenticity mean to you? So I really feel like with authenticity, and if we saw the dictionary about being true, that's why I threw in there the importance of kindness, right? Being kindly authentic it is what i mean if you see for example somebody that you love very dearly wearing a crazy outfit in your terms which they may be loving and feeling themselves in we each have our own you know definitions of what beautiful means but seeing somebody i love glow in an outfit that i would never wear does not make them weird or different it's just like we have like opposite perspectives of what beauty is and this is where the being kindly authentic really comes into play being kindly authentic is i'm not if i see somebody glowing that i love i'm not gonna be a jerk and mean and try to be authentic quote unquote with air quotes up in here be hurtful towards them instead i'm gonna be like i see that you're glowing in that outfit because literally that person is like generating the glow and happiness of their outfit, how they're feeling themselves that day. And that's where I really think as beauty professionals and also as human beings, okay, there is kindness with authenticity. Being blunt and hurtful does not make you more authentic, quote unquote, or a better person than anybody else. And that's why I always bring kindness into the equation. I don't believe things are just right or wrong. There's always this gray middle area, right, of doing the even in between putting in our you know knowledge and I just finished reading again another book um and it just really had to do a lot with like 
emotional intelligence and that's where part like of being emotionally intelligent right sometimes our being true or being like real can be very hurtful and that's where i really feel like being authentic is very important it's very true to like you have to be in alignment with your values and what matters to you but also like don't forget that kindness piece and i want to share a real example of something that happened that i didn't know so one of my followers and she listens to the podcast so shout out to you my love we shall not say your name but when you hear this example you're gonna know it's you she said this to me i love your content i love hearing your podcast i just don't like it when you swear right and then i was like okay i'll I'll be a better like at not swearing and things and but then i was like no because that's not being authentically who i am like i love to swear like it just it just goes how it goes but then my little four-year-old started swearing and saying bad words. I was like, oh, heck no. Like, we're not going to do this. So Celeste's going to watch her little potty mouth because I don't want my four-year-old <laughs> swearing. So this is a perfect example that I really love and appreciate, like, everybody's true feelings and how they feel about my, by my content, whether you agree or we disagree respectfully. But being authentic to me, from time to time, I do swear. But I have been watching my language not because one of my beautiful amazing supportive followers told me that but really because my kid was like swearing and she forward that is not cute i do not want her swearing at school so celeste had to watch her potty mouth and that has been something i've been working on just as i have my little one being a little sponge and soaking everything in so now let's talk about authenticity in the beauty world And I really want to first like this, we're going to talk about five topics today with authenticity because we have to keep it real up in here. I'm going to be 38 years old in um, a few months, like in less than two months, I'm going to be 38. And the reality is that it's really starting to hit me that I'm going to be 40, that my 20s are gone, my skin is changing, my body's changing, and you know, I'm starting to like lose a little bit of hair here and there. And I'm just like, you know, like it's starting to change and ageism is real. You are allowed to disagree with me, but this is inside the mind of Celeste Stylist of Celeste the Human. And ageism is real. People do hire based on how you look, how your skin looks, how your hair looks. It's just the reality of things. But that does not mean that you cannot be truly who you are. So I spoke about this um, in one of my posts this week on Instagram, if you follow me at Celeste Stylist. And years ago, it happened almost three years ago, somebody told me if I stopped showing up, if I didn't show up with my hair all done, all put together with makeup on, I would not be hired as a professional. And I am so grateful to this person because, you know, like it's a person who's very influential. She's an educator. She's amazing what she does but it really pushed me to because i am who i am i am celeste and being authentic to who i am i'm very freaking stubborn too i'm like oh really well watch me so i went on this little journey of like i'm gonna show up with my natural hair growing up i had the beautiful long straight hair after i had my kids my hair turned curly and frizzy and i started thinning out and it's just been a hot mess my hair is not cute because it's not curly occurring to society it's not curly enough for society to be acceptable and it's not straight enough for society to be cute and it's not perfectly wavy for society to be like appropriate right having frizzy hair is a no-no 
And so I said, you know what? Like, I'm just going to push myself. And I want to share with you what happens when you push yourself to embrace that weird, true self of who you are. So I started doing this and it was so uncomfortable. So I got a little sunspot, which is now is huge. I'm going to about to get it removed. Um, but I got a little sunspot. I could see myself without makeup. I felt so uncomfortable. I wasn't using makeup as much. I was showing up more natural in my real self. Like sometimes I dress up, sometimes I don't. And it felt really foreign and I felt like I was losing myself in the process. But something beautiful happened out of embracing your own authenticity. I lost a fear. I lost a fear of people judging me because I no longer had the armor of makeup, the armor of hairspray, the armor of styled hair that's acceptable to society. I was embracing who I truly was and how I truly look. And that opened up so many doors. Um, I started putting myself out there to work with bigger brands. So diversity, equity, and inclusion has been a big part of my life. Um, you can go back to other episodes. I've talked about this. I lost a job because I was discriminated against uh, based on the color of my skin and nationality. Although I am a U.S. citizen, I was literally born here. This jerk did not even get fired. He still works as a principal. That's why I stopped working out of school. It was a discrimination and harassment claim. And it when I took off the makeup and the hairspray and trying to show up online being something that somebody told me I had to be in order to be successful, it also brought out for me the authenticity of what mattered to me. So I reached out to this big brand and um, I applied and I am part of their diversity, equity and inclusion group. And in and, and part of that committee, I get to address, you know, the my worries, what I see, my perspective gets heard, and things change over time through all of us part of that community, right? And that happened through re- literally removing my makeup. I decided to remove the label of what beauty means. For me, beauty is beauty and life as well, right? Standing up for our values, standing up for what truly matters to you. And I am so tired of, you know, like I keep hearing, like I'm on TikTok and everything that hairstylists are catty and that this industry sucks and it's cutthroat. And you know what? That is true. But also, but also, it's also beautiful that there are stylists that support each other, that there are hairstylists that are very successful. Um, I have hairstylists that follow me that I love very much that I've been able to work behind the scenes with at Cosmoprof shows, at their boot camps and everything that have hundreds and thousands of followers that are super successful, that have given me a chance to be a part of their community, have given me a chance to be an assistant and learn from them. That means the world to me. And that's why I know there's been literally big companies, you guys, like big, big companies that I've been, they had no clue who I was, but because, you know, my best friend's like, hey, come along. They invited me to sit and have dinner with like the CEO of this huge company that most of us use their product. And doors have opened because of kindness of others. So I don't believe our whole industry is cutthroat and evil. I also believe there are really kind people too in our industry. It's a mix of both. And honestly, coming from like a background of working in a school in the school system of also having a background of coming in insurance in every single 
job, no matter where you're at. Having friends that are in the you know medical industry, that are in the service-based industry, whether it's restaurants, beauty services, you know, selling clothing, no matter what you do, there's always gonna be politics involved. That's embracing your authenticity to me. Is remaining kind when the world slaps you in the face. <laughs> it's being kind when others do hurt you. Because it's happened to me. I've had my moments too where people have been catty who have treated me like crap because I am the assistant at that time. I wasn't Celeste, the stylist at that time, but my name on Instagram. Um, I, I, I was just Celeste. You know, I was just the assistant. I was the assistant to certain beauty professionals and to certain beauty educators. And I've been in that spot too of being humiliated and it's not okay, but this does not define our whole industry. So I did want to really emphasize that, that being authentic to you is part of sharing your values. Like it's not just about just hair and makeup. It's all, or beauty. It's also like, what does beauty truly mean to you? Just like I shared with the diversity, equity, and inclusion, it's really about having everybody equal voice that we can all disagree in a beautiful, humane, healthy way. I cannot imagine if this world was full of all of us being the same person, how boring that would be. Authenticity can look in different ways for different people. And I want to invite you to different ways that um, you can embrace your authenticity and find out truly who are you. So the second part is going to be about, you know, like getting help through therapy, right? I am not a licensed medical professional and I always advocate to please get the medical help that you need or seek. There's no shame in that. So being an anxious person, you know, like I've been healing through that and now it's just no, like I'm just like take a little more time to warm up to my people. And then, you know, once you know me, get ready because I am very blunt and I love I'm going and, you know, I'm a little loud sometimes, but you know, like it takes time, right? And that's okay. And you can still be successful being an introverted person and a private person. So part of embracing your authenticity is be okay with getting help. And what I mean by getting help, like I have been in therapy for many years now. We're about to end it. My therapist is actually retiring from her field. So it has been a little bit of a shakeup for me that like, dang, you know, like it is time to let her go. And I know I was getting there anyways. Like I'm at the process now where... You know, the beautiful thing about having therapy is you don't do that forever. Um, I've been leaning off little by little now to the point where it's like once a month and we're about to end this. Knowing what triggers you as a child, knowing we all have our story, you have a story. There's something that triggers you. There's something that happened that affects who you are today. Maybe you weren't allowed to be who you were when you were little. I remember this one instance when I was like seven years old and I wore all black. And if you didn't know, one of my favorite colors is black. <laughs> and I just hate how our industry says that we have to wear black, okay? So that's my little rebel self. But I really do love the color black. And I remember I got scolded because like you cannot wear black. Black is a color for death. And I, all this crap, I got told that why I couldn't wear black, right? And I was always kind of weird, honestly. I was little. I would make like little potions with dirt. And I would love to like scrub the dirt. I, although I don't like gardening now as an adult. And I always wanted to go on hikes. And it, although there was nowhere to hike. <laughs> so I would just make it up in my mind. And just making like you know. And like cutting flower leaves. And I was just very like 
different. I was very different as a little kid. I really was. I like reading books and um, I did not watch MTV till after I was 13 years old. Like I'm telling you, I was different <laughs> as a kid. And I realized something. As I did the work, and this is just a little glimpse of what potentially can come up for you when you ask for help and seek therapy, it's really healing those inner child that I really wasn't really accepted for being the weird person that I was as a little girl. So as I grew up, I found a lot of my wanting to be accepted through work. And maybe you can relate through this. Maybe it's through work. Maybe it's through how much income you make. Maybe it's where you live. Maybe it's by the clothes that you drive. I mean, that you wear or the car that you drive or what people perceive you as that really makes it really like heavy impact on you. So all this stuff can be uncovered through like really help from a licensed professional. And I don't mean like a coach or someone who's doing, you know, I love Reiki. I love healing. I love energy based. But I really think that when it comes to deep things like that, we really need help from a licensed professional which I did. I have a licensed psych, you know, therapist that works worked with me through all of this. So I really welcome to embrace your authenticity by also knowing like what held you back as a little kid and how can you truly be you? It's never too late to rediscover that as I'm sharing with you this journey as I'm getting closer to the 38-year-old mark. Part number three is embrace your, what people call weird. What makes you you? So sometimes like, okay, so here we go. I'm going to share like just like quick five little examples. I love going to thrift stores. I love looking for vintage things. I literally just bought a book that's 200 years old. It's very, the poetry is very dark. And <laughs> I think it was having like an affair or something. Um, I love reading old English. Okay. Something very weird. Most people don't know about me. I really do. So old English for me is very interesting to read, although I suck at typing and I have lots of grammatical errors on my Instagram posts and stuff. It's just a reality. I love weird stuff like that. I really love watching creatives that have nothing at all to do with beauty. You will not find me going on YouTube. Oh, let me go just like watch for fun a hairstyling video. That is like putting nails on a chalkboard. No, I want to watch, you know, like how do people remodel things? How do people build things? One of my most amazing creators that I follow, um, she literally has learned how to make couches, how to redo antique uh, features. She bought like this old Victorian house in New York during the pandemic and moved over there and is remodeling it and restoring it. And it's just like, that is the weird stuff I'm into, right? So what is your weird thing? Think about that. Like, why are you like, oh my gosh, nobody knows this about me. Like, that's some weird stuff about me. Um, other things, like I love fussy socks. Like some people want diamond rings and all this, like, you know, bougie, you know, bags to each their own. For me, it's fussy socks. I love fussy socks and candles, okay? Like fussy socks make me the fussy ones make me feel like so soft it's so soothing and comfortable i love that candles the light flickering really calms me especially on days where i feel a little anxious which actually i need to go buy one because i just ran out of all my candles but i'm sick today so i have to stay home but i got like this weird cold like stomach flu thing Anyways, so I love candles. It really like calms me. And something that's very important to me that's really weird that I want to share with you if you're like, oh my gosh, but I feel like nobody understands me. 
I love alone time. I'm a mother of three. I create videos for a living. I get paid by brands to create videos for a living. I put content out there. I'm literally sharing this podcast. I love being in the quiet of myself. I love going in walks in nature. I just love being alone. I really recharge being alone. And there's nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean that I'm a loner. I don't have a lot of friends. The friends that I do understand that part of me. You will not get access to me all the time. But you bet if you need me, I'm going to be there. I don't care if it's 3 in the morning, 5 in the morning. I'm getting my butt up and I'm going to be there next to your side when you need me. But you cannot expect me all the time. I really love being by myself, which is the things that people, most people don't understand or know about me. My children know that. When my kids are home, I love on them. I'm with them. But also like by 7.30 at night, they know mom's going up to bed. She's ready to relax and they're welcome into my room and they start sprinkling in through the night as we're getting ready for bedtime. So that is reality. We all have our own weird quirks and things that makes us fun and interesting. So don't diminish that. Like embrace your own weirdness because you know what? There's so many people like me. Not everybody's like me. Not everybody's going to agree with me on this podcast, but there are things that make you you that people can connect with you. So embrace those weirdness. I sometimes dress up and wear weird outfits and sometimes they look really cute and I know I can replicate that again. And sometimes I'm like, what was I thinking? But who cares? It feels good today. Like today, my outfit today, I'm like, "Mm, it's kind of off, but it's kind of cute. So I'm just going to go with it. So embrace that weirdness. It can open your door up to so many possibilities. Also like in business. That mobile salon, I had no clue what the heck I was doing. Literally, that YouTuber I told you that I follow inspired me. She used to be a hairstylist years ago. I mean, like eons ago. Um, And then she started baking. She got really famous doing baking. And then she started remodeling things and doing things with her hands, crafting. She's just amazing. Anything She can do candles, all this stuff. She inspired me. Like, you can learn skills. That's how that thing happened. So really embrace your uniqueness, explore it. I take classes by myself with making candles. I don't just do stuff that has to do with hair. And really honor that. Honor like what really like removes your creativity and excitement for things. I'm gonna be honest, so I love learning and I have spent so much money. Like, honestly, I spent over $65,000 on my education, I swear. Um, and now I'm more mindful, right? Because the more you learn, doesn't mean that I know it all. It's just you're more mindful who you're going to learn from. And learning too many things, it overwhelms me. And it takes a lot of creativity away from me because I feel like I have to do it their way. That's why I choose to, like, do things my own way. I'd rather have a mannequin at home and practice by myself and it's not that I'm insecure about myself. It just makes me creatively feel free. I can play with the hair, manipulate it. So find what works for you. It may look different than everybody else, but this is about embracing your authenticity. Part number four about embracing your authenticity is that you need to remove yourself from comparison. So they say comparison is the thief of joy. Whoever made up that quote, I don't know who did that. But I think it's very true. Like, and we have to really be open on what that means. So I've gotten better about this. And this year I'm really pushing even more for this is that I don't want to no longer follow or be around 
accounts that drain me or people that drain me. And I don't need to be comparing myself to anybody else. I don't need that kind of energy. I don't want that kind of energy. So be very mindful, like where you're spending your time in, right? So if being too much on social or on Instagram is taking your joy away, then get off that, right? Um, and I've been doing this amazing workshop this week. If you notice, I've been posting more because of this workshop and it has to really do with showing up online with intention. And that's the word I really feel like the part number four of this and authenticity is what's your intention behind it, like authentically. We are in business, right? So we need to sell things, but it's not always selling. There are posts that I do that are literally for fun. So don't forget to put the fun in there, your authenticity spin to things. I've been doing that more often. And something that I wanna share with you as a business takeaway is that I've been hearing a lot from my <laughs> new clients that, you know, I do a lot of bridal, right? So I'm doing a lot of bridal and a special event. And do you know what? They're not following that account. They're following the me account, <laughs> the Celeste Stylist account, which is really for my uh, beauty professionals. They love seeing really who I am, the real weird things that make me me. And I think it's really important with your authenticity in your business, whether it's social media, inside of your business, embrace who you are, it's okay. We all have different values and what makes us us, but it's also like embracing the fun part. I love sharing stuff that works. I love creating videos with my own spin. I don't care if it's not trending or it's not what is getting me views. It's really about also having fun, right? So don't forget to have fun in the mix of things. Don't forget your business to also put your fun spin. What's funny, what's fun to you in a way that, yes, it is authentic to you, but it's also not hurtful towards others. Maybe this is like just my little inner trauma coming out, but I wanna really ask you like, do you think being authentic is having to be hurtful? Because for me, it's no, like there's times where I'm like, okay, I could say that, but that's so mean, or where is that coming from, Celeste? Like, yeah, I know that's the real you, but like, let's, let's dig deeper. That doesn't sound very nice. And then I'll dig through it. I'm like, oh, it's, a, it's from something old. So being authentic doesn't mean being hurtful in any circumstance. Um, I don't see where hurt helps. I don't see where hate helps. I really believe that we live in a world where the universe, God, energy, whatever you believe in, gives us abundance for all. There's room for all of us. There's your audience and community that needs to connect directly from you. They need to learn from you. So don't let go of the authenticity because everybody's doing it. I remember years ago, I'm not shaming anybody, I'm just saying it. I look horrible in hats, okay, horrible. And there was this really cute hat trend where everybody had a hat and the hair was curled and everything, everybody was wearing it. I never wore that because I look terrible in hats. I felt a little weird because I'm like, man, everybody's wearing it, but I'm like, it looks terrible on me. But it wasn't who I was. I was embracing my authenticity. So although we're part of the beauty industry, although we're part of fashion, don't forget to really like don't put all your focus on being so fashionable or being so into what it's trending they forget authentically who you truly are because people are going to be attracted to the real you people can feel hear and see that lastly for authenticity um, inside the mind of celeste stylist i wanted to talk about family because this is like a really 
touchy subject right now that's coming out is like family, right? So being authentic is sharing your family, sharing that you're a mom. And I'm going to disagree with that. I'm going to respectfully disagree that we all as mothers and parents, we get to choose how we want to show up and whether or not we want to show our case, our kids is a personal choice. I have made a decision and I had to put it up, right? And share it on my personal page that I am not going to be sharing my kids. My kids are their own entity. They're their own humans. And I can talk to you about being a mother and being a business owner without having to show their faces or showcase what happens day to day behind our lives. That has to include them. And I have been very mindful of that. And I want to share with you that you can be very successful as well. And you can show up online as a mother business owner without having to showcase your kids if you choose not to. With all the things that have gone on um, with, you know, just different issues with mom influencers and loss changing so kids can, you know, also make income and just the effects, like even just on Disney, I'm probably aging myself, okay, but you know, we grew, I grew up with like Art Carly and Hannah Montana, <laughs> you know, like we're going back. Okay, Sister Sister, who watched Sister Sister? I love Sister Sister. Um, I watched so many of those channels. Um, and the reality is that it affects people, right? Like we've, we've learned this, like through child acting, like it affects them in a different way. And I feel like their life should be theirs to share. And if one day they want to decide they want to go online and share their life, they get to. But I'm not going to make that choice for them. Um, they need to make that own choice when the time comes. So that's why I've decided not to share my kids. So you can be authentic without having to share every single detail of your life. Most people to this day still don't know how my husband looks like. And I'm okay with that. I'm happy about that. I'm like, He's his own person, his own business, his own entity. Nobody needs to know who you are, man. Like, you can stay over there <laughs> along with my kids. So you get to have privacy. So being authentic does not mean that you have to share the nitty-gritty of your life if you're not ready to. So be authentically what fits right for you and feels right for you, right? I share things because I grew up in a generation where I did not see anybody with the color of my skin doing the things that we're doing now i didn't see i don't see anybody and i mean this with the most respect i don't see real women that have real bodies you know because you know we we change our body morphs right and i don't see that all the time like within like hollywood right like really being embraced truly of what a woman is you know and the people some people love the barbie movie i'm in beyond the barbie movie i'm not even talking about that i'm really talking about like real women right what it really takes to have a household the pressures that we have in society as being you know being a woman that you have to cook and you have to clean i celeste don't cook okay this girl does not cook i don't care what society says i hate cooking that you have to work and this. Why can you if your authentic self that makes you happy is to be at home? If your authentic self is to homeschool your kids. If your authentic self is to send your kids to private school or to public school or no kids at all. Like this is about authenticity. Why do we feel the pressure of society that we always have to put up a front that things are okay? 
And that's because we were brought up that way, right? At least from my generation as a millennial, like coming back from that, like our hair had to look a certain way. Bodies had to look a certain way. This was, the beauty was defined differently back then. I loved how things have morphed and changed into that. But also I want to invite you as business owners, as human beings, and as persons, like you are going to change and evolve. You are not who you were seven years ago, five years ago. You probably don't even wear the same clothes that you wore five years ago. Your hair, your face, your skin, nothing looks the same, right? Things have changed over time. So why do we feel like we have to stay the same? As I've shared my journey, I know a lot of things have been forceful, right, with my health. I and it's not really forceful if you really think about it authentically i chose my truth which was if i keep pushing my hand past what it can do after i got sick with the crud and you know the cov i don't dispel out the rest um i had this weird side effect with my left hand and i, and I had to and i talk a lot about this i couldn't open my left hand okay it looked like a claw like a closed claw it was so painful and i had to go to therapy for it to learn to reopen I knew if I could keep doing blonding and hair color at the toll of my hand, or I could go ahead and pivot. So I pivoted. I chose my health. That was a choice, being authentically me. And did it hurt? Of course it hurt. And I've shared about that. I had a big struggle with letting it go. Now I just don't care. I'm like, it's, it's over. And it's okay, Celeste. Like, and that's why I want to invite you today. In this episode, as I invited you inside of literally my home, I'm sitting down on the couch, sipping on this water, talking about authenticity. I want to invite you to explore more of who are you truly? What truly makes you happy? What is truly bringing money into your business? What is really going to be a fulfilling life for you? What does success mean for you? What does being super successful look like for you? Sometimes, like, I, I heard this today and I really, really resonated with me. And if you haven't heard him, his name is um, Omar El-Takori. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Um, and he was saying this, you know, like, so many of us, like, pray, right? My, my hope is that people stop praying for money and start praying for different things, right? Like, praying for guidance. And if you don't pray, right, I want you to take a spin on this. So maybe you wish for money. Okay, so you know how many people like buy lottery tickets, right? And want more money. And we get pushed on this on social. Make more money, make more money, make more money. Money is awesome. It's an awesome tool. Like that's what lets me stay home today when I'm sick and I have to worry about that. But the reality truly is, what does what do you think that money is going to bring you? And the reality is that mon money has brought me comfort to be at home when I'm sick, um, to have control of my own life. And sometimes it's not necessarily the money. Maybe if you don't have the money at this time, remove money as the obstacle that most of people think that, oh, it's money that's keeping me stuck. It's not. Maybe it's our lifestyle. Maybe authentically is spending less money on eating out. Maybe authentically is spending less money on classes or spending less money on unnecessary tools or unnecessary classes, unnecessary equipment or software in my business so that I can have more money to comfortably live the lifestyle I want. 
and not have to worry that some other salon owners working seven days a week, good for them. That's their authentic happiness. I am so happy for them. My authentic happiness is being at home two days a week. What is your authentic happiness? What does your beauty business really truly look like? Because no matter what you choose, it's gonna take work. I will do another episode on this, but I am a recovery (laughs) shopaholic. I went through my little phase of everything branded in my early 20s, of living paycheck to paycheck. I went through that phase. And to be at the spot where I am today, where I'm like, my clothes doesn't make me. I have no card debt. So all my cards are paid for. I have no cards. Like all, I have no cards debt. Like I have cards, but they have like, there's no debt I have on that. As, it means so much to me to start this year being like, <sighs> I have no debt in cars. I have no debt with credit cards. And it feels amazing. It's been a journey to get to that point. It didn't happen overnight. And it's because I stopped looking for material things which are beautiful. I literally just bought a couch last month. Okay, so I'm not here to judge. I just literally bought an amazing couch that I love to take naps in and so does my family. But material things are not all that people seem to see. I know material things are not going to bring me happiness. I can enjoy them and take care of them and have my family come over and enjoy this awesome couch with everybody falls asleep in but it's not what brings happiness what brings happiness is being able to have my husband at home what brings happiness for you maybe to work less maybe to spend more time with people you love with your fur baby doing things that really matter to you and this is why i really want to invite you this year as i um really we're talking about authenticity today is that embrace your weirdness embrace your curiosities embrace your own happiness embrace what success means to you and stop limiting yourself that when you have the money when the years come this past few weeks personally have been very rough on me just because you know i have had friends and i've had friends going through really hard things right now health-wise and it has really brought a new perspective of and it's the truth right as we get older people that we love start passing away and our perspective changes that there's no guarantee that we'll get to retire there's no guarantee that when we retire we'll have full health right things change so quick in life life is ever-changing so let's enjoy it the best that we can but when you truly are authentic in yourself and what makes you truly happy and you in your business, everything around you changes. It sounds so counterintuitive. Yes, you'll lose people that no longer are in alignment with you. Yes, you'll lose projects and clients that you are no longer in alignment with, but also you will gain so much more. You'll gain the clients and the community that is meant for you. You will gain opportunities that you never imagined because you're living in your authenticity and people, brands, and businesses can see that. It can be felt. So I welcome you to embrace your curiosities, embrace your weirdness, be authentically you, and put up the, you know, the boundaries and put up the truth of what success means for you being authentically you in life, in business, 
and motherhood. There ain't no rule book saying that you can only do it one way. Do it your way. That is the best way. So much love. I hope this episode resonated with you. Feel free to follow me on Instagram and I put a link to all of my freebies down here. I know a lot of you have been asking about the freebies for the mobile salon, for Canva templates. I have so many freebies, amazing tools for you. And it's not so that you download all of them, it's so that you download the right one that you need at this moment in your business. I will see you back here next week. Bye, love.